So hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of SNC Ventures Talk It Out podcast. My name is Katie Vandenhuten, and today I'm joined with Kara, a student who studied abroad this past spring semester in Valencia, Spain. Kara's study abroad experience was unfortunately cut short due to the coronavirus pandemic. But I will give Kara a moment to introduce herself. Hi, everyone. My name is Kara. Um, I studied abroad last spring and I am currently a junior. I'm studying international business and Spanish. I'm a double major and my program was with University of Virginia in Valencia. Awesome. So just to get started, Carol, why did you choose to go to Valencia, Spain for your semester abroad? It's actually a funny story. So I grew up surfing, which is kind of strange, but I was looking for somewhere to go where I could surf. So I Googled it and it said Valencia had really great surf. And then I got there and it turns out there's no surfing. I don't (laughs) even think I went to the beach, but I just, it's a wonderful city. It's a smaller city, which I actually really enjoyed. So that was a big, Mm -hmm. I'm glad I ended up there, even though it's not how I thought it would end up. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So you are a double major in business and Spanish. So obviously being in Spain, how did that go with speaking Spanish and everything like did you feel like it really helped your Spanish skills definitely I think you can't really learn Spanish in a classroom you have to go out there and have an intensive Spanish program or else your Spanish won't you probably won't reach a level that you want to that's like the Mm -hmm. big determiner of how you get to the next step definitely um, so obviously you found yourself using Spanish a lot. Like, did you feel like you use it more than English or was it kind of half and half or how did that go? Um, so where I stayed, I actually stayed with a host mom who only spoke Spanish, which was okay. good because it forced me to speak Spanish in the household. But I also had a host sister who went to Penn State. So oh, cool. there were two English speaking girls and we talked, we spoke a lot of English too. So mm-hmm. it was like in the classroom, I spoke Spanish. But then when I was with my friends, we we kind of cheated and spoke a little <laughs> bit of English. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of a comfort level too, a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that you had a host family. So was that a choice of yours to have a host family or did SNC encourage that? It's actually required through UVA. Okay. So you have to have a host family. Um, I previously did the GAP program. So I had a host family in... Guatemala when I was in Gap. So mm-hmm. I I like having a host family. I think it's a good experience, but I also wouldn't wouldn't have minded being by myself just because sure. I've I'd already experienced it before. But it was a good yeah. experience. Absolutely. Um so did you like growing up did you know that you always wanted to study abroad or was that something that you kind of thought of when you came to St. Norbert? Um, I didn't directly know that I wanted to study abroad. My dad's actually a pilot, so traveling's kind of in my blood. He loves Brazil, so he kind of got me into studying foreign languages, and then I decided to be an international business major, which has a requirement of studying abroad. So kind of one step led to another kind of path, which was good because I'm really glad I did it. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of cool how sometimes it just feels like it falls into place like that. Definitely. All right. So then what type of classes do you take while you were studying abroad? And were those classes similar or different to the ones you take here at St. Norbert? So my classes were really different than what I would take at St. Norbert. The biggest difference is this was the first time that I had a Spanish teacher who was a native Spanish speaker. So that's a big transition. Right. And they 
spoke Spanish all the time. So that was, it was pretty difficult, but you get used to it after a while. And you kind mm-hmm. of learn that if you don't really understand the professor, you just need to focus on like the main points and you'll kind sure. of understand things. Yeah. I took really cool classes. I took an Islamic Iberia class that oh, talked awesome. about Islam in Spain. And then I took a lot of business and economics classes. Mm-hmm. So it was a really fun balance of history. And I, I took one English class. So it was a good balance. And it was definitely different taking all Spanish because it was very intense most yeah, of the time. I bet. But it was, I enjoyed it a lot. It was a good mix. Yeah, definitely. And it's cool to take those type of classes that you can't take here at St. Norbert too. Like it's a great opportunity to do those types of classes. Yeah, definitely. It was really fun. Awesome. Um, So how would you describe the city lifestyle in Valencia? So you mentioned it was a small city. Yeah, so Valencia is very unique. It's the third largest city in Spain. And I think they have a population of 800,000 people. Okay. And so it, it's a pretty big city, but it, it has a good feel. There's a park in the center of it. So it's kind of nice because you can always go walk which helps me a lot because I'd never actually lived in a city before then. Mm-hmm. I'm from near Chicago, like a big suburb, but it's probably an hour away. And okay. so going to Valencia, it was strange to be like having to take the bus every day, mm-hmm. but there was always like nature around me and there's the weather was perfect. So it was a awesome. really good experience. Yeah, it's good to get that mix of like the city life where like it's convenient to take the bus and public transportation, mm-hmm. but also like you said, having that nature aspect. So it's not like, you know, there's skyscrapers around you all the time. Yeah. And I was really lucky. I got to live in it's called Rusafa, but it's probably one of the coolest neighborhoods in Valencia. It's like really up and coming. It's kind of like the third ward in Milwaukee. Oh, sure. Where it's yeah. like it's really fun. There's plenty of like bars and restaurants Mm -hmm. and art exhibits and stuff like that so it was a really cool mix and really fun yeah awesome um so were you able to do any traveling outside of Valencia and outside of Spain yes so I actually got to travel to Rome once before everything got crazy (laughs) Um, my boyfriend was studying in Rome so I was really glad to see him and I'd never been to Italy so it was a big shift because I wasn't used to hearing a different language other than Spanish or English so it was kind of crazy but it was really fun and it was nice to see such an old city yeah it's it's a very different feel Mm -hmm. I know that's one thing when I was abroad too it's like we're used to America which is such a young country and so Mm -hmm. we're not used to like walking down the street and like passing castles or these old buildings that yeah like have been around longer than the United States I just that was one thing I was like that I found crazy about being in Europe and everything yeah yeah and then so I also got to travel. Oh, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. You talk. Yeah. I also got to travel to the Spanish countryside, which was really nice because mm-hmm. it was kind of a really nice break away from like the city. So mm-hmm. I got to spend some time in the trees. We got to see a castle, which was really yeah. fun. And I recommend like the little trips almost right. as much as the big flights because For sure. those are the things you're going to remember. For sure. And it's also super important to travel throughout your home country as well. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you were abroad, what was there anything that you missed from home? Like, did you get any homesickness at all or, you know, missing a certain food or anything? Definitely. Um, I think I wasn't too worried about culture shock going into it because I'd spent some time in Guatemala. Sure. And Guatemala was completely different from the U.S. So I mm-hmm. thought, well, Europe has a little bit of normalcy, like 
hopefully it'll I'll be okay. But I everyone gets culture shock. So when I was in Absolutely. Europe, I got culture shock. Um, I'm trying to think of what I missed the most. I can't really remember. Oh, actually, in Spain, they don't eat spicy foods, which is kind okay. of weird. So a lot mm-hmm. of the Spanish food was like, it was good and it had spice, but it wasn't like, I don't want to say Mexican food, but I love like Mexican food yeah. and stuff. So I really yeah. missed that. And just, right. I missed the variety because they have a lot of food, but it's not like you can get Mexican and then you can get Thai food and then you can get like, you mm-hmm. have to seek it out. It's not as accessible okay. as in the U.S., Interesting. Good to know. So was there one like main dish that you tried that was it's like that's like culturally Spain or Spanish that you really liked? Yeah. So I love to cook. So I've actually cooked a lot of the foods that I ate in Spain. Oh, I kind of really took cool. everything back. Yeah. Yeah. So they have um, it's a dish called paella and it's famous mm-hmm. in Valencia and it is okay. a fried rice dish with um seafood sometimes chicken and then the traditional ways with rabbit which was okay a big shock but it's really good and I actually cook it in my dorm room now like it's so fun and it sounds delicious delicious. and then they also have um papas bravas which is like potatoes with a garlic aioli on top of it so that was really good too and I'd always get that like on a Friday night with my friends Oh, fun. And that's so cool that you're bringing those foods back home and you're probably making them for your friends or family. And I'm sure that they love it, too. Yeah, it kind of helps me cope almost with being away from Spain because I kind of adapted pretty well coming home, but still having some aspects of the Spanish culture with me. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Um, So obviously your semester got cut short because of the coronavirus. Um, So how did that situation begin for you? So, you know, when it first started, were you like, were things changing in Valencia and Spain at the time? Do you kind of go through that? So actually it kind of started with my boyfriend, Jacob. So he was in Rome and in Italy, it kind of blew up, but it was funny because it blew up in Northern Italy. So it ended up that there were more cases in Valencia than Rome when he ended up going home. So it's kind of crazy, but I think like, the Spanish, they talk about politics and they have the news on every morning. So I could okay. see it like start to become more serious every day, right. which was really daunting. But yeah. I was actually the first person to leave my program because St. Norbert okay. called me back. That's something I'm really grateful for mm-hmm. because I left the Monday before Trump called everyone back and it was like okay crazy for everyone, but I was already right. home. And so right. I had to like, tell my all my professors that I was leaving and then I had to convince my host mom to let me leave because she's like the Spanish are really stubborn so she was like they have a cure like no you can't leave you have to stay like you're gonna miss out on all the fun everyone's gonna stay and so I was like oh no like I I need to go I need to leave yeah it was crazy but I think it taught me like a cert to be assertive and to talk to Mm -hmm. people even if there is a difficult conversation yeah, absolutely. And it's just like goes to show that sometimes life changes so fast, you just need to roll the punches and be able to adapt to it. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so what were your initial reactions and emotions? Like as soon as you got home, like were you relieved or were you sad or, you know, a mixture? I was. That's a good question. I was happy because I got a shamrock shake when I stepped off of the airplane. (laughs) That's something I wouldn't have gotten in Spain. So I was trying to stay optimistic with that. But Mm -hmm. I think I was really sad 
afterward i watched a like a random cooking show on netflix and of course i flipped to like the spain one and they mm-hmm. had to cook paella for their show and i just started bawling i was like oh my God. <laughs> but i think it came in waves mm-hmm. so it was really like i got home and then i was like well it's okay i'm fine and then i get really really sad but then i feel better and now i'm kind of accepted it and i'm yeah. just grateful for the two months i've had yeah absolutely um, and I bet your family was happy to have you home safe too. Yeah, they were. And they actually got to come visit me, which was really oh, fun. Yeah. And so they were there when I decided to go home. Okay. So it was really, oh, awesome. it was a good experience. Yeah. yeah. It's always good to have support with you. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So what are some things that you learned from your study abroad experience, maybe about yourself or about the world in general? Ooh, that's I know it's a deep question. question. <laughs> yeah, that's good. No, I like it. Um, things I've learned. Hmm. I guess I think it taught me a sense of like you have to you can't take anything for granted. Mm-hmm. Like you're only gonna be in school for so long. You're only gonna be abroad for so long. So you need to try to do everything that you want to do before that time ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big one. I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, About the world, I guess, like, I think cultures are so fascinating. And so even going to Spain, I wasn't expecting a huge difference between U.S. and Spanish culture. But getting there, it's it's a pretty big difference. It was pretty good to see and to learn about even just different countries have different cultures even if they Mm -hmm. seem really similar definitely yeah before I went abroad too I was like oh I kind of have an idea of what it's like you know especially Mm -hmm. now with social media and we can you know go on YouTube and look at videos of the city we're going to and the people but it's just such a different feeling it's so humbling like actually going and living there and like especially you living with a host family that is from there you know I think it it just really humbles you it puts you in perspective of like our world is so fascinating and it's yeah. so great to be young and to be able to experience stuff like this. Yeah, it's, it is. And life is so short. Like now that I've done this, I want to go back and right? do more adventures. Yeah. It just gives you the confidence. Yeah, definitely. All right. And so to wrap this all up, what would your advice be to students who want to study abroad or maybe even the students that think that they're not great candidates for it? Do it anyway. That's the first thing I tell anyone when they're like, oh, I'm looking at college. I'm like, study abroad. Just do it. Just go. I don't care if you're a bio major. I don't care if you're – I don't – like, it doesn't matter what you're studying. Mm -hmm. Just go abroad because you'll learn so many skills. And you'll meet people from different colleges that have so many different perspectives. And then you'll meet people when you're abroad as well. So, Yeah. That is great advice. Well, (laughs) Kara, thank you so much for joining me today. It was so good to learn all about Spain and your time there. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Kara. Bye. Thanks. Bye.